0: On this episode, I cover the new Windows Mobile build, lots of Windows 10 information, and why Android apps are suddenly extremely relevant to Windows Mobile users. This is the Redmond Report. Today is what is today? Today is August 14th. The month is one day from being half over. 2015, and this is the Redmond Report. Let's just kind of just jump right in here as we always do. Um, kind of housekeeping thing here. Let's see, starting August 30th, actually, I'm gonna be in Redmond. I know there's quite a few of you who listen from Seattle. I can see that through the SoundCloud. And uh, if you wanna meet up, let me know. Um, I get in on the 30th and I'm out on, let's see, the 2nd. So I've got a couple days in there. I've got some, uh, quite a few meetings starting to kind of schedule up, but definitely in the evening and early hor- <laughs> early morning time, um, I will have availability. I love to meet up. I love meeting Microsoft E's Um, or softies, or whatever you want to call yourselves, Um, and just people who are generally passionate about Microsoft and Windows. It usually makes a really good conversation. So that's August 30th through, um, let's see, I'm leaving on the 2nd, so really the 31st and the 1st are are the key days here. So thats I will be traveling those days. I'll be traveling that week. Should be a good week for me. Should be a good week for everybody um, if things go according to plan. So, yeah, just keep that in mind. Um, One of the first things that's happened that kind of affects the enterprise crowd, uh, Windows Server 2016 Technical Preview 3, the ISO for it, has leaked. And so if that is your jam, you can now go find those from the various dark corners of the web. Um, My suspicion here, and this is pretty well founded, is that we're going to actually see a public uh, release of this very soon. I don't imagine that anyone other than an enthusiast is going to run an ISO leak of a Windows Server but if that's what you are looking for uh, you can go find that now so yeah have fun playing with that. I have not personally downloaded I don't usually play too much in the server arena Um, just I don't know it's just it's server stuff that's not really what I enjoy too much. So back to things that are more fun Microsoft pushed out a new build of Windows 10 Mobile this week 10512 and the company says that there are over 2,000 fixes in this release. And I always question them how they consider what they consider a fix. Because here's a scenario that I know that they counted in a previous release. So let's say there's 10 languages that are supported. If they do one fix across 10 languages, is that 10 fixes or is that one fix? Um, I believe Microsoft generally counts that as 10 fixes because it impacts 10 different um, versions of Windows 10 or whatever software they're actually building at that time. So they say there's 2,000 fixes. Um, In my time with it, it hasn't been out too long, um, just a couple days now, it does seem much better than the previous builds. It's very reminiscent of the Windows 10 desktop technical preview, to no surprise that things are shoring up here pretty quickly and expect these builds, I think Gabe said, that they will start coming out more frequently Um, Now that we're past this big hump of actually launching Windows 10 for the desktop, they can go back to focusing and getting back into a more routine, if you want to call it that, of getting these things out um, in short order. And it makes sense too. As the builds become more stable, the telemetry on their end should show that the builds are ready for prime time, or at least insiders. And yeah, so expect these things to be coming out soon. And that's kind of it. I mean, there, there's a lot of just kind of under-the-hood stuff. It's It feels pretty stable. I don't know if it's quite ready for your daily driver yet. Um, I did have a couple issues just finding the update. I think this is pretty common for people that they can't see it. And actually, I just... There we go. Uh, my Lumia 640 XL could not find it for almost a day and a half. And so it's in the process right now. I'm just checking it. I'm going to plug it in so make sure it doesn't die during a update, there we go, and it is now updating to that build, I don't know, for whatever reason they could not find it, Uh, my Lumia 830 has been the trusty phone of mine that I've been using, it has always found every bill, and it's always been on the leading edge of getting these updates. And sadly, apparently the Lumi 830 has reached end of life. Um, Not too surprising, the phone is definitely dated. It is a fantastic phone and I hope that they build something exactly like this, just with higher end specs. Don't change anything about the frame, don't change anything about the exterior, just update the specs internally, Microsoft, and I will buy that phone. It is a... the 830 is probably been my favorite Lumia that I've ever used even though its specs are a little bit lower end. Um, Lumia Icon's not bad, but the 830 is just thinner and it's coming to end of life and it's just sad. Um, But hopefully they have something on the horizon. Um, We we talked extensively about the Sydney Man and Talkman last week. I'll be curious to see how thick they are um, uh, and we'll, we'll run from there. But what else they talked about that is not in this build is one of the developers behind Edge said that this build did not have too many updates for the browser, but the next one, the next one should have a lot of improvements to the browser, and I'll be curious to see what's going to happen here. Because Microsoft is trying to do this thing where they keep the phone builds and the desktop builds in sync, um, if this does not come out, this build does not come out until October, that could technically possibly be threshold wave two, that is the actual release of Windows 10 Mobile. It's a little confusing, and because they're doing this brand new style of how they're pushing stuff out, um, I'll be quite curious to see what is actually released um, as the actual Windows 10 Mobile build. But anyways, the next version of Windows 10 Mobile coming out to Insiders, which they have not announced the date, and I wouldn't expect it too soon, but probably sooner rather than later, um, considering they already know what's in it. We'll have some improvements, you know, with quotations around it for Edge. Nothing specifically defined, but should hopefully improve browser performance and bring it more up to par for the desktop experience. So just keep that in mind. That Edge, if it's not great in this version, um, it will be getting better. So there's there's always <laughs> um, in the world of Microsoft, there's always hope on the horizon. Or as many of us always joke, soon trademarked. Um, Things will be getting better for the browser on Windows Ten Mobile, and that's not surprising. Again, they're pushing towards a retail release; they got to get it, get it all shipped up. Um, speaking of retail, one of the things that I got tipped on, and I wrote about this morning, which you, depending how diligently you, stock the RSS feeds, is there's a new like, like new again in quotation, um, there's a retail mode in Windows Ten Mobile, and you can actually try it yourself. Although I strongly caution that you do not. Um, I'll tell you about it, but there's really no reason to actually do this other than um, what I'm about to explain. So if you go into the About section, which you can get to by going to the Settings, clicking on System, scrolling to the bottom, clicking on About, and there's the words Device Information, and it's right in the middle of the screen below Device Name, it says Device Information. If you tap on that five times, and then you scroll to the bottom of that panel, it'll say Enable Demo Mode. And what this is, this is actually the retail demo mode that you will be able to, or you know, retail establishments will use um, to demo off Windows 10 Mobile. And so you can log into it or enable it, but if you do, just be warned that your device is pretty much going to have to be wiped and reset um, if you want to get out of the demo mode. And more specifically, in demo mode, there's really nothing great it's just kind of a sandboxed world. Um, it's still coming together from my understanding. And so there's really no reason to try it out, but you can just tap five times and you'll see the bottom, it says enable demo mode, um, where it typically says reset your device. Yeah. It says reset your phone. You tap five times on device information says enable demo mode. And so that's really all that it is it just kinda, walks you through some stuff after two minutes it'll fire up the um like the out-of-box experience type stuff and it'll just just walks you through what the os is you're not really missing anything and i really do not recommend doing it because you're unless you have a you know backup device but um yeah so demo mode is there which is just one more sign that we are getting closer to the launch um the retail launch of the os but anyway so the new build is out i'll be curious if anybody's had any really tough issues with it Um, I haven't really actually seen any which is good where people are freaking out about certain things not working which is generally what you see Uh, there's some video playback issues I definitely recommend reading the the issues log before you install it so uh, just just so you know what's going on because like watching video playback is not all that great um, in this release so just kind of keep that in mind yeah, so Windows 10 10152 is out. One of the other really cool things, and I'm really, really excited about where this is headed, and it's going to sound bad, but I'm really happy to see that Android apps, you can now run Android apps on Windows 10 Mobile. Yes, you can. You can get the APK, and there's tools out on the web that allow you to just sideload these apps by putting your phone in developer mode. It's not a perfect experience yet, but this is how Microsoft is going to solve this app problem. And we, everybody's talked about the app problem extensively, but nobody's really proposed any good solutions. And the solution Microsoft has come up with is not universal apps. Let's let's make that clear. The answer is not universal mobile apps. The reason why that is, is it doesn't make sense to build an Instagram app for the desktop. I mean, maybe like a lightweight, but if you look at what Twitter did, their desktop app is crap. You're not gonna see Snapchat on the desktop. It just doesn't work what you need are true mobile apps and yes universal apps are great for things like fitbit and companies that want to take advantage of them and i don't want to pull away from universal apps being awesome because the foundation for it really really is but at the end of the day for a developer who's not building anything for windows and they have no desire to build a desktop app universal apps are of no value to them all they care about is mobile and so it doesn't make sense for them to devote time to this 3% market share if they're not going to build for the desktop. So what you can do, and the details are still being worked out about this, and Microsoft hasn't really come clean about it, is that you can just put an APK, uh, which is a Google app from their app store. If you can just download it, I mean, there's many different ways to get obtain them. And you can just put it onto the phone and it runs. It, it works because there's a subsystem built into Windows 10 mobile that allows this to happen. Now, there's a lot of caveats with this. Um, Anything that's relying on Google services will not work natively and I think is what Microsoft is hoping here is that for those apps that do, they're going to offer tools that make it really simple just to remap those processes and tie into the Windows Phone OS. Uh, but there are a lot of apps that just work. Like you can put Twitter onto the phone and it works. There's a, there's a whole list of them. If you just Google it, you'll find it. Of these APKs that just run because they don't use any Google services and they're great. And this is how Microsoft is gonna solve this app problem. It really is. People may not wanna believe it, but this is this is the future. Um, so I'm pumped about this. It's gonna make Windows 10 Mobile a lot more attractive, I think. Um, and at the end of the day, what does Microsoft have to lose about this? I don't think developers are just going to like flock away from Microsoft because of this. It's, um, I think they're going to hopefully have Android and iOS developers because there's now the bridge for iOS tools, which are public, um, any iOS developer can now use, to bring their apps to Microsoft. And I, I would believe, and I'm pretty confirmed strong about this, is that there are more iOS And Android developers out there than there are Windows Phone developers. I don't think there's any question about that. So what they're trying to do is bring these people into the Windows Phone um, world. If they can do that, then their devices become more attractive, then Microsoft can sell more phones. And so this is pretty much the last straw, uh, because they tried throwing money at it, that didn't work. Um, They tried paying people just to build the apps, but then they wouldn't support them after the money ran out. So, Um, I think this is Microsoft's play. This is how they're going to try to get people to the OS. And good for them. You know what? They realize they have to do something drastic. And I think this is the right approach for them. And I hope it works out. I hope they can get, if they could get up into like the 10, 15% range um, worldwide, specifically in the US, because that seems... To be the only place Microsoft cares about for metrics. Uh, if they could get up into the 10 to 15% range, I think that's gonna be a huge win for them. And most likely that's gonna come at the expense of Android, not iOS. But that's where they need to be. If they can get up into that range um, by this time next year, they will be sitting very, very pretty uh, with their hardware and their future capabilities. So hopefully this works out for them and we will see what happens. So moving on here. So Windows 10 brings the end of free Office 365 for small and low cost devices. Andy actually uh, got the tip on this and then kind of just did some legwork. And if you remember for a while, uh, Microsoft was just throwing out free one year subscriptions to Office 365 with any Windows device. You could essentially buy a cheap Chinese tablet for, some of them were going for like 50 bucks, like 50 bucks, man, for a tablet. Don't get me wrong, it's not a great tablet, but it is. It's still a tablet. Um, And you would get one year free of Office 365. And Microsoft is saying, all right, we're done with that. Um, Pretty much the reason they had to do that was because their development for the apps, um, the, uh, the modern apps that could run and replace Office 365 were not ready. And so they said, oh crap, what are we gonna do? We're now offering it on Android and iOS but we have nothing for Windows. So they they said, okay, this is what we're gonna do. And now that their modern apps are all ready and out there, they are offering up, they're they're rescinding the offer, essentially. So these new devices will not come with it. You can get these modern apps from the store and their PR line wasn't saying, no, we're not offering it. They're saying, this is what we're offering now. And so that kind of ship has sailed where you could just buy a tablet and get a free office subscription out of it. I think Microsoft will end up making probably more, well, I don't know. I don't know how many people just said, all right, you know what? I'm going to buy a cheap tablet and get this free stuff. So, anywho, if that's what you were planning on doing, sad news to report there, that loophole doesn't really work anymore. So, just kind of keep that in mind if that's what you're going to do. The other thing here, which, um, regarding Windows 10, is that Apple is now supporting boot camp for Windows 10. Um, this is actually kind of interesting for things you're probably not thinking about. Apple did this very, very quickly. If you remember with Windows eight, I think it was at least a couple months or so after Windows eight came out that they finally supported Windows 10 uh, with bootcamp. But what are we now like two and a half, three weeks away from the launch? Yeah, roughly. And Microsoft or Apple now is supporting bootcamp. Well, this is kind of a, a mixed thing here, because Bootcamp is great on Apple Hardware. Um, I actually have a Mac um, that I run Windows 10 on f- as the primary OS, because I actually really like Apple Hardware, not so much their software, and so when I saw this, I was like, great, I can finally get the dual boot and get all the drivers and everything, so um, I can tell you that on a MacBook Pro, that Windows 10 runs fantastic. It, it's be- It runs better than OS X, it really does. And I haven't timed the boot, but it would not surprise me if it actually boots up faster, too. Um, so now, yeah, if you have a Mac, you can go ahead and bootcamp this. But I will say that for the most most people out there, the majority of users, you really don't need to, to, to dual boot this stuff. If you really need something specifically out of Windows 10, um, use a product like VMware or Parallels. They both work great for isolating Windows 10, and you can just run the apps, and it, it's CPUs are so powerful these days, and there's enough RAM that it doesn't really take a big hit to performance. With that being said, if you're going to run something like Photoshop or Photoshop or CAD software, you're definitely definitely going to want to dual boot. Um, no doubt about it. Um, I dual boot my partitions. I think it's a it's a 512 drive, and I have 100 gigs to OS X, and everything else goes to Windows 10. Um, but yeah, I just like the hardware, and it works great because Apple has some of the best trackpads in the market. Although Windows is catching up quickly, the Dell XPS 13 has a good trackpad. The HP Spectres is okay. It's a little oversized, um, but they're finally catching up to Apple in that regard. So maybe Apple will eventually lose that edge once these developers or OEMs finally get you know get to grips with this stuff. So yeah, you can go out there now. You just go to Apple's website. Um, it's up on neo too. You can just Google Neo and Windows 10 Bootcamp, and it should be the first result on the Googles. Um, probably the same thing for Bing, too. I haven't actually checked that one. But, yeah, you can go ahead and do that. Next thing out, Windows 10 Cumulative Update number two. Um, So, (laughs) I'm curious what people are going to call this. I mean, Microsoft calls it Cumulative Update. There was rumors or whatever that it's um, SR1 or all these other fancy acronyms. Uh, But Microsoft seems to just call them Cumulative. And they seem to be coming, coming really quickly. They've actually done two in less than a week. And so I'm really going to be curious to see how quickly these keep coming out if they're just going to keep pushing these cumulative updates out once a week um, that might seem a little bit aggressive and it's probably going to drive people nuts having to update that frequently but the second update is out it's mostly security fixes there's nothing too crazy in the change log about what's new Um, microsoft if you're listening i really love just detailed change logs Um, this week wasn't bad last week's was pretty ambiguous about what changed Uh, But yeah, so you can go and grab that from Windows Update, uh, download it now, and it'll keep you patched, keep you relevant, and in theory, it should keep your machine more stable, which is the bane of my existence here. So ever since the Surface Pro 3 launched, there have been Wi-Fi issues um, from just slow pass-through performance, just everything. Everything has always sucked when it comes to Wi-Fi. I still have issues with Wi-Fi throughput to the point where... I can download builds faster on just about every machine um, except the surface pro 4 or pro 3 i wish i had a pro 4 sitting here um, it, it just the download rate sucks and i haven't figured out why i've even gotten a new router i've tried everything but anyways there's still i have this nagging wi-fi issue with my service pro 3 and it seems like i'm not alone if I resume my Surface Pro 3 from sleep, it will not connect to my Wi-Fi, ever. I cannot. I've tried resetting Explorer. I've tried resetting just about everything I can not except for the entire OS. Um, it, and I cannot get it to work, and it's driving me nuts. Like, I'll wake it up right now, and let me log in here. Yep, and the Wi-Fi is not even working. It's it just every time, every time I log in. And I also get this nice try Office 365 for one month, a little banner pops up every time. Uh, but yeah, so Wi-Fi is not working on my Surface Pro 3 and the only way to get it to fix is to actually restart it and it is driving me bonkers. Um, I might take this thing up to Redmond and just say fix this please. So i will be curious to see if Microsoft ever fixes this or if it's just going to be the legacy of the Surface Pro 3 and Wi-Fi issues. So I don't know. We'll see hopefully the surface pro 4 gets here soon which it should be because they're discounting surface pro 3 um, everywhere around the world basically in my opinion they're trying to clear stock there's even uh there was one SKU that they took off of their site it was like the i7 256 gig model roughly i'm not sure if that's exactly right but that one's now no longer listed so yeah microsoft is clearing stock so um, Gus said, have I tried restarting the network services or reapplying the latest firmware package, which includes driver... No, I have not tried the package, uh, latest firmware package. I have not tried that one yet. And when I... Restarting network services occasionally works, uh, but it's not guaranteed. I, I do not... I, I have, it's driving me nuts, whatever this issue is. Um, but generally, it's just easier just to restart the machine because the Pro 3 is so fast as it is that it just reboots and you know, within 20 seconds I'm back into Windows which is just an easy solution rather than trying to do everything else. But I should try this firmware package issue, but it seems, I don't know if that's going to do it. I just, I do not know. It's, it's worth a try though. Thank you for the suggestion, I appreciate that Ryan. Um, other things with Windows 10 that are going on, um, Sony's dropped the ball, Sony's, I don't know what they're doing. They're telling their users not to update to windows 10 because their drivers are not ready uh, which is embarrassing for sony everybody else um dell and i believe hp they have their windows 10 drivers out they were on the ball they were getting all their stuff ready and sony comes out and says no, don't do it we're we're screwed um <laughs> i don't know what sony what are you doing get your crap together windows 10 has been in testing for a long time um you had ample amount of time to get your drivers in ready and I believe they're saying October or that's what I read which would be roughly threshold wave 2 which is just dumb you're giving your users a bad experience because you were not on the ball of keeping your drivers updated which is the first step of making sure your users have good experience and you're not doing it so shame on Sony shake a fist at them or finger whatever you want to call it other things that have happened this past week is Windows 10 was officially killed Microsoft did not say this, but Windows 10 is dead. We've already known this for a while, um, when they said Windows 10 would not get, or Windows RT would not get Windows 10. But now they're also saying that Windows RT will not be able to run universal apps. Now I know I just said that universal apps are not the holy grail for Microsoft on the mobile space, but I think they're gonna be done very well on the desktop space, and for desktops and tablets, and so the Windows RT will not support this. So any that new Fitbit app that came out, Nope, won't run on Windows RT. Any other Windows app that comes out that's universal will not run on Windows RT. There is... Yeah, I accidentally said Windows 10 killed. Definitely not what I meant, meant Windows RT is done. We will get Update 3 in September, and it will come with um, a a start menu of sorts and updates to the lock screen, but I'm assuming the engineers that got assigned to this um, just gave up or just don't care. Uh, because they know that the user base for this device, despite the fact that I know a couple people with them, um, I have two personally, two personally running, or three devices running Surface RT. The original one, the two, and I also had the Lumia 2520, which was a great device. I'm sad to see that that's not gonna, not gonna be able to live on. Uh, but yeah, these devices are now worthless. So they're paperweights, and every day we tick forward into the universal world of Windows apps. Um, these devices become less and less important. So. Yeah, Windows RT Update 3 is done. Windows RT 8.1 Update 3. Jesus, that's a mouthful. Anywho, a um, couple a tip for some people here. Um, and I know I wrote about this, but I got a couple of questions about it. If you're having trouble with Cortana, make sure you retrain your voice or train your voice if you have not done it at all. And what this allows it to do is it allows it to understand your tone Um, if you work in an office environment too this is also really helpful so that your neighbor saying hey cortana on their cube will not launch your cortana and so the way you do it is you go into the settings and you go into where you turn on hey cortana and there will be a setting in there where it says retrain your voice and it asks you to read several sentences and do a bunch of other fun stuff and what it will allow is better response from the os so if you're having trouble with cortana just not recognizing you Or it's not picking up your commands or the dictation is not correct i highly recommend that you do this it only takes a couple seconds too it's not a big deal and so yeah and the last kind of big thing here this is definitely going to be a shorter show um is windows 10 licensing there was a big change spotted by my good friend ed bot about how microsoft is going to do licensing with windows 10. this is a pretty big deal um, mostly because it's changing the way Microsoft had done things previously. I think it's going to give a better experience to the user. But what they're doing is Windows 10 licensing is now stored online. And you got to keep in mind here that when we talk about Windows 10 licensing and how they actually recognize your device or your account, it's, it's a lot like looking at a black box. Microsoft does not like to talk about this um, in any sort of detail. For a couple of reasons. One, any information they give out allows hackers or people who are trying to crack the authentication mechanism information about how their services work. So that's just a lead for them to start um, poking around and saying, okay, how can we do this stuff? So, anywho, Windows 10 here. Windows 10 authentication for. Gosh, totally lost my train of thought. Anyways, Windows 10 authentication for updates. Here we go. So it's stored online and linked to your device. And Microsoft, what they do is they create a unique ID based on your hardware. And this is key. They create a unique ID based on your hardware, not about you. So this is just purely your hardware. They create a hash somehow, and they, they don't tell you any way, shape, or form how they create this hash, but it is a unique identifier to your machine. And once you are on Windows 10, that hash, now says okay this machine has Windows 10 has been authorized and that's stored by Microsoft and so that means that your machine is always going to be able to be updated to Windows 10 now this works great in scenarios where you have OEM purchased hardware um, such that you update it for example like a surface pro 3 if you upgraded it to Windows 10 your device is now hashed and Microsoft says hey that machine has a valid license Um, and from my understanding is that it's not tied to your actual Microsoft account now they may do that somehow through the hardware hash and whatever but it's tied to the hash which may be indirectly tied to your account but it's again the hardware so this is gonna be good for people who lose their keys or just need to reinstall Uh, but there's other scenarios too, like OEMs they're still gonna have to do the standard activation for a new install this I believe is primarily only targeted at updates so Let's just keep that in mind, that this should be a good thing, um, provided it works. Now, there's a lot of questions that come about this activation mechanism. For example, for people who built their own PCs, bought um, Windows 8, upgraded to Windows 10, um, you people, you people and that, the demographic, the created demographic, um, change your hardware up bits by bits, right? So you put in a new video card, you upgrade, you add more RAM, you change the hard drive out, and Microsoft isn't very clear about what constitutes a change that is going to change the hash for your Windows upgrade. I can't imagine that a hard drive or adding more RAM would do this, but if you change your motherboard, most definitely will change the hash. I do know that one for sure. And so it's going to be a trial and error thing. I don't know where they draw the line. I don't know if they if you swap out the CPU, like what if you do a CPU Upgrade and then it doesn't change your hash. What what if you do CPU, RAM, and new video card? Is that going to change it? Is that going to expire your license? And Microsoft isn't really coming clear on this. Um, It's one of the things I hope they will eventually say. Okay, it's only a motherboard change, or it's only you know a CPU and a motherboard change, or what they're going to actually do. For this the other annoying thing is too is if you have a hard drive or a motherboard that just dies and then you go to replace it with the same motherboard well that's still going to be a new hash even if it's exact same brand and model it's going to still likely require a new windows 10 key so um ryan is saying it says our licensing manager at our at our vendor told us that we can update all of our windows 7 pcs using oem licensing but with corporate media media kms Um, to upgrade to Windows 10 Pro for free. Uh, Brad, have you heard anything about Windows Update for Business since the initial announcement of the features a few months before RTM? So Windows 10 Update for Business is only gonna be available, I believe, in the Pro SKU. Uh, It's definitely not available on Home. Um, And it's not, and it's also available in, let's see, it should be available in Enterprise SKU. Um, And there's also other mechanisms too. But Windows 10, update for business what it allows businesses to do is to hold back updates I have not personally played around with this too much I have a couple updates I haven't I, this is actually a really good question Ryan. Um, I have not heard much about Windows 10 update for business post launch. We heard a lot about it pre-launch, and you're exactly right. Um, I'm actually going to dig into this. This is really curious to me. Uh, reason why I say that is, when, is because Bank of America just announced that they are going to upgrade to Windows 10 as soon as possible. Now you got to understand, for an enterprise that large to update to Windows 10 or whatever, um, it's going to be, it's going to be. An, 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 a monumental task to do this it's not just because they're in the banking world um, although they did say Bank of America did say that going from 7 to 10 will be a lot easier than going from XP to 7 um, which makes a lot of sense just because a lot of the underlying technologies are similar-ish and Microsoft has built in these paths um, to do this type of stuff so anywho keep that in mind but I have not actually heard anything about Windows 10 update for business post-launch I don't know if it's a feature that's still coming or what their plan is here so um, another good question from the comments here says what happens if you swap a couple of components to another machine license it and swap back that's a fantastic question and this is exactly why microsoft is not giving a whole lot of details about this stuff the reason being is what if the answer is yes and for people who have multiple machines that they built themselves they're just going to start swapping this stuff around so this is exactly why microsoft is not giving um very detailed information the only answer that to that type of a question is to try it that's the only uh that's the only way you'll find out microsoft probably will not clarify on that i would not expect them to but um yeah that's a really really good question so and the other question from the chat room says will bank of america update their atms um I, I don't work for Bank of America, so I cannot speak on their behalf. you got to remember that Windows XP Embedded, I believe, is still supported. So there's a big difference between the Windows XP that is no longer supported, which is what most people think of, and then Windows XP Embedded is still supported. Uh, my guess here is that they're going to have to update them soon, and I don't know if Windows 10... There should be a Windows 10 Embedded version. Um, should be out, if not very soon, that's going to... That should allow them to replace it that's a good question i don't know what they're going to do with the atms because atms are one of those things that you the, the way the bank thinks about this is atms are the most vulnerable point in the company other than a teller at a bank um in some regards the teller is the most vulnerable because of human error but on an atm there's no human watching there so if one of these machines screws up and either a doesn't give a a transaction correctly Uh, meaning they short the user money, or the machine just gets hacked and starts spitting out cash, it's a very short path for the individual to get to money. And so that's why they're so slow about updating these things, is because the Windows XP Embedded is so well locked down, they know all the flaws, they know everything, and they know what to do to protect those machines. When you update it, then that path is kind of brand new again, and they don't know what they don't know. So that's why these ATMs take so long to update. It's a very short process to cash, and obviously that's what the bank cares about most. So, I would be very curious to see how quickly Bank of America rolls out to Windows 10. I'll also actually be pretty curious, and I haven't asked this yet, um, is Microsoft running Windows 10? Not their, It's easy to ask like the people who work in the, the dev environments, but like, what is accounting running on? Has accounting um, upgraded to Windows 10? I know that they upgraded to Windows 8 very quickly, So I would imagine that that they will update here very soon, but I haven't actually heard if everybody at Microsoft is now running Windows 10. I would imagine the vast majority of non-critical apps applications are, and hopefully the critical apps are going to be moved there soon. But I don't quite know what Microsoft is doing yet. So I've got a lot of things to poke around with when I go up to Redmond. It should be a lot of fun. Let's see, about two weeks from Sunday is when I leave. And if you're in the area, You know, let me know. I'd love to hang out and grab a beer. Uh, There's a lot of good beer in Redmond. And so that's about all I've got, guys. Uh, Like I said, a little bit shorter show today. And I hope that everybody is doing well. I hope your Windows 10 machines are running smoothly. And this is the Redmond Report for August 14th, 2015.